John here, and we've got a new sponsor, DistroKid. Now that you've finished your latest Pirate Math SpongeCore Twitch trek, it's time to get it out there so everyone can hear it. DistroKid helps musicians get their music on all the major streaming platforms, and artists keep 100% of their royalties. And because you're a high-gain listener, you get 30% off. Just go to distrokid.com slash VIP slash high-gain. That's distrokid.com slash VIP slash high-gain. And now DistroKid has an app. The DistroKid app is available for iOS and Android. You can download it at distrokid.com slash app or in the app and play stores. We'd like to take a minute to thank our pals over at Isotope, makers of software and plugins for audio repair, mixing, and mastering. The new gold standard of audio repair, Isotope RX11, is coming in May. Buy RX10 now on sale and get RX11 absolutely free when it's released. We use Isotope products here at the High Gain. It's an important part of how we've been able to bottle pure podcast gold week after week. High Gain listeners get 10% off using the promo code FRET10. That's F-R-E-T-1-0. That's all at isotope.com. I-Z-O-T-O-P-E dot com. Hey, we'd like to take a minute to thank our sponsor, Isotope, makers of software and plugins for audio repair, mixing, and mastering. We use Isotope products here at the High Gain. It's an important part of how we've been able to bottle pure podcast gold week after week. And guess what? Isotope offers one free month of Music Production Suite Pro, which has all the tools you need to mix, master, and repair audio. Also, you can get 10% off all other software using the promo code FRET10. That's F-R-E-T-1-0. All of this is at isotope.com, I-Z-O-T-O-P-E dot com. If cutting-edge synths and studio-quality effects are your thing, they are, right? Our friends over at Native Instruments have a deal for you. The complete 14 Select Collection contains 18 premium instruments and effects, 8 expansions, sound packs, and more than 15,000 sounds. Legendary vintage synths, sampled percussion, pianos and organs, there's even a sampled Rickenbacker 4003 bass. Put a little round reverb in there, add some replica delay, I smell a hit. Go to nativeinstruments.com and use the promo code PODCAST to save 50% on Native Instruments' complete 14 Select software bundle. Sun's out, guns out, it's the summer of sound. Native Instruments, along with their pals over at Isotope and Plugin Alliance, have put together a huge sale happening across all three companies at once. Get 50% off products, updates, and upgrades, plus special hardware and software bundle deals. Guitar Rig 6 Pro, half off. Ozone, half off. Kirchhoff EQ, half off. Do you see the pattern here? The Summer of Sound special offer is valid until July 6th, 2023 at the Native Instruments online shop 
the Isotope Online Shop, and the Plug-In Alliance Online Shop. Hey, it's me, Ed Peterson. Hey, and it's me, John Kill Ticka Ed. John? Yeah? John? Yeah. Are you there? Are you there? John? What? I can't see you. Oh, yeah. I can't see you because there's a massive hunk of wood in front of me. (laughs) I have to assume you're behind there somewhere. Yeah, I am. Right? Yeah. Because you've got a guitar. Yeah. And it's the High Game Podcast. It is the High Game Podcast. And we talk about guitars. (laughs) All the time. Yeah. I can see your knee. Your exposed legs yes. with some black socks yes. and your head. Yes. And then not a whole lot of your body because that guitar is huge. This is awesome. Yeah. To my way of thinking. Uh, okay. Because it's a double neck guitar mm-hmm. and it just completely obliterates my gut. It takes up a lot of real estate. Yeah. Am I spreading out in the middle? Who can tell? Yeah, exactly. If your goal is to hide something behind that thing, (laughs) mission accomplished. Yeah. (laughs) We've done one of these before, right? This is our second? Second Second double neck. My knee is falling asleep already. I looked on the website. That thing is 15 pounds, 13 ounces. 16 pounds of guitar on your leg. It's just a lot of gold and wood. A little bit of stuff going on. Yep. Today, I thought we would talk about the Ibanez 2640 double neck guitar. What year is this? It was introduced in 78. Okay. And it was detroduced in 79. It was only around for a year. I was kind of like, who plays double neck guitars? And the first band that popped into my brain was Boris. He plays the guitar bass version of a double neck. It's awesome. Well, for what they do, yeah. Yeah. But then like every other band you can think of is like the 70s. So like I wouldn't say these double necks are a thing that ever really caught on. Beverages. Yes, at beverages. Yeah. <laughs> That's so useful being able to drop down into that six string. No. Come yeah. On. What are you doing? Uh, I've got a black coffee in a crow mug. You love it. It's my favorite mug. Do you love the mug or the fact that it has a crow on it? It's a crow mug, right? It's the whole package. And I probably like it a lot more because it's at your house. I get to come over here once a week. And so it's like a treat that I get to use that mug. Got to have the crew. Yeah. And I got a... uh, Something in a can. Yeah, one of our athletic brewing company, Run Wild, non-alcoholic IPAs. Ooh, Run Wild. The blue one. The blue one's good. Yeah. What do you got? I wanted the zing Mm. today, so I have a Fever Tree premium ginger beer. Yeah. This particular brand I've found over the last few times I've had it is very peppy and spicy. Ooh, peppy and spicy. I really like it. That's great. That's great. You got a coffee? Oh, I got a coffee. Oh, it's on the floor. Out of the way of this honking guitar. Yeah. It's got a lot of switches on it. Yeah, let's give everybody the rundown here. Okay. Double cutaway with two necks, one being a six string, the other being a 12. 12 on top. They each have two humbuckers. They're super 80 humbuckers. 
Okay. Not too hot. They're stamped, right? What's on them? The Flying Fingers stamp. We've talked oh. about that before. A pair of butterfly wings sitting on top of a hand with two fingers. Flying Fingers. I got a Facebook DM to the High Gain Facebook page. Our guy Nicholas from Liar Thief Bandit. Over there in Sweden. Over there in Sweden pinged us. And he's like, hey, you mentioned the Ibanez 2680, the Bob Weir. Yeah. And that also has the flying fingers with that stamp on it. Yeah. He sent a picture where his shirt's pulled down a little bit and his shoulder is exposed. And look at this, John. He has a tattoo. Look at that. Of the Ibanez flying fingers. How cool is that? Shout out, Liar Thief Bandit. Hardest working band in Sweden. <laughs> In show business, them and ABBA. ABBA's doing their avatar thing, the virtual oh, ABBA. All of which reminds me, Yeah, you know, AI, artificial intelligence, has been in the news a lot lately. And it seems to me like the more sappy news coverage is just getting a hold of this now because it's something new to be afraid of. Mm -hmm. But it made me wonder about a thing. Yeah. You know how you can clone voices using AI and people are releasing singles of other people singing songs? Sure. What if your voice is wrecked? And I was thinking of Brian Johnson from ACDC. Yeah. Hey, Brian Johnson, we will clone early you, clone your voice. Mm-hmm. You will still sing live. You're not going to lip sync. Mm-hmm. And it's just going to shoot into processors backstage that will make it come out the other end as you 20 years ago. That seems terrible, John. Does it seem terrible? It does. It's him singing. It's his inflection. It's his words. He's doing it how he wants to do it. Right. It's his voice. It's his recordings. It's him. Do I hate the idea of AI in a creative endeavor just generically? Maybe not. But I have such a terrible pessimism towards capitalism in general and the fact that all of this stuff will be used to make some billionaire more billions. I agree with that, but I am still fascinated with the idea of any artist using it within the bounds of their own creativity to create new stuff. On that tip, you're a guy who spent years, you have an MFA, you put work into this, right? The problem is it's now just going to be the shortcut oh, I want a cool painting of a car going over a cliff. And you just pop that in and then look at this awesome art I did. As a shortcut for artistry, I'm not down. And I do think that there are some pretty terrible implications for that. There's my hot take. AI hot take. Yeah. From Ed. Yeah. Thanks, John. Uh, hardtail. Double hardtail. Double hardtail. Yeah. The bridge on these has that countersunk massive piece of metal. Sure. That adds to the resonance and the weight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the six string neck. I've got both pickups on right now. Uh-huh. I'm in the middle. There are tones and volumes, and there are two flip switches. Ibanez called these tri-sound switches. Is that a three-position switch? Yes, it is, Ed. Oh, my gosh. It's a tri-sound switch for each pickup. Okay. Maybe we should just go to one pickup first so we can see. Yep. I'll go to the bridge pickup. Okay. So if I go as bridgey as I can get. Yep. That's humbucker. 
Yeah. In the middle. Uh-huh. That seems out of phase, right? Is that splitting? Yeah, single yeah, coil. Yeah, it's splitting. Okay. Okay, now I go up. Yep. Okay, there you go. That's out of phase. Yeah. Huh. Have we ever covered a guitar that has that, where it's like splitting and phasing in one switch? There's kind of an Ibanez thing, and I endorse it fully, especially to have a switch for each pickup. Yeah. That's rad. Oh, so you can split the bridge and do uh -huh. phase in the neck? Do that. Split, split the, the bridge. bridge. Uh-huh. Phase in the neck. Yep. Let's put a little just overdrive. 1981 effects. Phase them both. Let's hear that. Ooh. That's pretty wild, isn't it? That sounds so cool. <laughs> Both single coil. Man, that phase is so rad. I like that so much better. Single coil neck, phase, bridge. Double phase, all the way. That. <laughs> you know. Might as well put a little phase on that phase. Sure. Whenever there's a guitar like that, it seems like the tone where I'm just like, yes, that, that is the perfect tone, is the one that clearly is like the worst sound. Yeah. Yep. There must be something about that we like. Go to the 12 string and do that same phase thing. So, uh, for reference. Normal humbuckers. Double humbucker, both out of phase. For whatever reason, I feel like the 12 string sounds more reasonable. This actually sounds nice. Let's put the bridge single coil. Sounds great. And then back to the humbuckers. Let's just go to the bridge, Fazy. That's usable. 12 string, sure. little crunchy out yep. of phase. Yeah. For a rhythm track on something. That's nice. It's great. Yeah. You watch a lot of sci fi, a lot of sci fi movies, John. Funny you should ask. Oh. 
lately, Monica and I are on a little kind of jag of South Korean mm. dystopian mm. sci-fi. That symbol on the headstock looks like you find the alien civilization, you find the alien craft. And that's their icon? Yeah, it's symmetrical, but it kind of looks like it could have eyes and it kind of has these like weird wing things going on. It's nice. I could see it as being a warning sign, you know. You don't want to mess with this thing. Yeah. Yeah. The top of this is carved. German carve. German carve around the edge and then is bound in cream binding. It's kind of nice. It looks great. The top is actually maple and the rest of the body is mahogany. Is that just to have a better looking wood on the top? It seems like so much more work to put a top on a guitar than just have a single hunk of wood. Is that purely an aesthetic thing? I think it could be both, honestly, both aesthetic and practical. Some people will put a top on of some fancy pants wood with lots of grain Yeah, because it's fancy. Mm-hmm. Other people might do it because they know that in combination with, for instance, a lighter wood will make a lighter instrument. Hmm. Still others believe that combinations of certain wood top and body make a better sound somehow. Yeah. They have to, like, glue that down, right? Yeah. You take the two hunks of wood, you glue them down, and then you carve over it. How much does that explain the cost differential between, like, a Gibson and a Fender? I wonder. I mean, any more the craft involved in these things has become so much more automated. Yeah. That maybe putting a cap on a body isn't the pain in the ass it maybe once was. Yeah. I don't know. To that point, when this thing was made... It was a pain in the ass. It was a pain in the ass, yeah. Yeah. Ebony fretboards on these. You know how much I like the ebony fretboards? You love them. With abalone fret markers. 22 frets. Uh Uh-huh. We know about Ibanez going back pre-World Wars. Sure. We have previously talked about what's commonly known as the lawsuit era. Yep. In 72, we know that Ibanez was looking to get into America. They were looking for somebody who's going to handle that for them. Right. They found a dude in Pennsylvania. Harry Rosenblum. You remember uh, Harry? Yeah, yeah. He was in Ben Salem, Pennsylvania. Okay. A lot of Amish folk out there? Maybe. Ben Salem, Pennsylvania mm-hmm. was once called Cornwallis Heights. I think after a British general in the Revolutionary War. Okay. But that site is said to be where our man Ben Franklin did all his electricity experiments with the kite. Nude sunbathing. Air baths. Yep. Ben Franklin stuff. What's he up to these days? Ben Franklin? He's doing stuff, isn't he? Mm. Or not. Mm. So Harry Rosenblum is there. Okay. And Ibanez approaches him. Hey, maybe we partner with you. Distributor deal, right? Like that kind of a thing? Exactly. Okay. Mr. Rosenblum, does he have a guitar store? He did have a retail store for a while, and he was importing guitars under his brand name, Elger, which was a portmanteau. His kids, Ellen and Gerson. What's Harry up to? Do we know? I don't think we know. We're not going to pre-dong We're not going to pre-dong Harry. Because this is 70s. Clearly, he could still be around. 72, he could definitely still be around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Ibanez approaches him under those assumptions. He distributes, he imports, he sells. Maybe this is a perfect place to get our foothold in the U.S. of A. And it's got all that history with Ben Franklin. Oh, yeah, I'm sure that was big. Yeah. 
So they do make the deal, and they change the company to Hoshino USA. That was in 1981. Get ready to bust out the dong. Uh-oh. Harry Rosenblum. Yeah. Born September 3rd, uh -huh. 1929. Yeah. Died April 9th, 2019. Uh, Not too long ago. Good solid run. Our man Harry. 89? 90? I'm sorry, Harry. Yeah. So in 1978, after the problems with all the copy era stuff, Ibanez was pretty heavy into making their own designs. And one of the first series mm -hmm. were the artist guitars. Which are great. I think those guitars are super quality. They're just cool. Yeah, they've got their own headstock design. This is sometimes known as a castle headstock. Turret thing. That kind of look to it. It's kind of nice. And all of these other things were original designs from them. Let's make our own damn pickups. Let's make our own tail pieces. I guess they just thought, let's not copy anything anymore. I kind of like the big bridge, the big hunk of metal bridge that's all just squared off and looks very industrial. Sometimes known as harmonica bridges. Ooh. They kind of look like that. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Why not? So this has got volume tone, volume tone, and then a master volume yeah. as well, right? Uh-huh. Okay. Interesting thing. I don't know how you would use it, but I'm sure somebody does. Six string, right? Yep. Twelve string. Or you could just leave them both on. Mm-hmm. Somebody more creative than me could figure out how to tune one of them to some open chord or something. Yeah. But I've been just switching discreetly back and forth because right. I'm not that good. One thing is, not that we call it out a whole lot, but that guitar is dead quiet. Pretty quiet, it's, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is. Weird. There's a fair bit of work that's got to go into this guitar, and it does seem like there's Hotel California and Stairway to Heaven. What year are those songs? This guitar was introduced in 1978. Starting in 71, Stairway to Heaven Live. 71 is Stairway to Heaven? I don't think I would have guessed that. Recorded 70, 71. Who played it in the Eagles? Don Felder. There you go. Hotel California, 77. Why would you make this guitar in the 70s? You've got Jimmy Page and you've got Felder in the Eagles. How many dudes in bar bands went out and bought guitars like this? Oh, I've got to have that sound. Well, when this came out. Uh-huh. In 78. Uh, yeah. Yeah, 1978 dollars, Ed. How much was it? 1978. The Dow hit a high of 893. I don't know what that is. Is that good? Dow Jones Industrial is a bunch of stocks. Add up the price of all of those stocks and you get a number. That's the number. It was worth $890? Sure. Points, dollars, yes. I don't understand that. See if you can wrap your head around this. All right. In 1978, uh -huh. a gallon of gas cost 63 cents. Okay, gotcha. Is that confusing to you? No. Okay. A dozen eggs cost 82 cents. Got it. Sounds like you've got your context locked and loaded. I bet it was really expensive. I bet it was like $762. How'd I do? It was $1,290. What is that? Here's the kicker, Ed. 
You had to pay an extra $185 for the, for the case. case. Oh my God. I will give you the today numbers starting case first. That's got to be like 700 bucks, right? It's $860. Jesus Christ. <laughs> for just the case. Holy Can you imagine? shit. We're staring at that case now. It's not that it's not nice. It's great. And the guitar itself in today dollars, six grand. God damn. In today dollars, fortunately, with most used instruments, you get the case. <laughs> Dude sitting at home, playing it on his lap, and it's 16 pounds. You're going to have a bruise on your leg from playing this thing. I got to tell you, my right foot right now is kind of asleep. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know what's really heavy? This guitar. Yeah. In the case. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. John and Ed just sitting in our basement. What the yeah. hell are we going to do with, with our this old thing? creaky knees? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, what practical use is this thing? You got to try it. Try and decide. Is it hello or goodbye? Goodbye or goodbye. It's got two necks, Ed. Yeah. German carved top. Love it. A combined total of four pickups. Ooh, awesome. The Ibanez 2640 double neck guitar. Mm-hmm. Buy or deny? No, I hate it. But buy or deny? Should have been more clear in my answer. Deny. Yeah, I wasn't sure where you were going with yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, Oh, I hate it, and I have to have it right <laughs> now. What if you had an extra long strap and it was like hanging down past your knees? Mm -mm. No? No. All right. What if it was black? That would help, but not enough. What about you, John? It is a deny. Mm -hmm. But having done the Gibson one, this one plays better, I think. And it has more options, like those switches. Yeah. And so I found myself getting tones out of this that I don't think I was going to get out of a normal one. Right. I'm going to have a bruise on my thigh. My right foot, I can't feel. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll let everybody else decide because yeah. we're going to take lots of pictures of this. If it's your thing, yeah. Yeah. And we'll put them up on the internets, on the Instagrams and such like mm -hmm. Like we do. Yeah. And we are enthusiastic members of the Ruinous Media Network of music-related podcasts. Yeah. I want you to have a nice day. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go get some more coffee in this chroma. All right, then. Cool. Okay. Bye. Bye.